So there was one thing, the last piece of weird news. I didn't know if you knew this. I didn't know this. Back in 2017, Gatorade was banned and fined $300,000 for bad-mouthing water in a video game. Toy Story? Gatorade. Toy Story? This is awkward. <laughs> this is really bad on how I actually thought I that like that wasn't faked <laughs> or edited. I literally thought we were talking about Toy Story. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh it's so bad. Aaron, sometimes I wonder, sir, where was my brain at? How all that happens. But regardless of how that happens, I'm going to wait until you finish opening up that bag. Oh, no, I, I didn't want to open it. I just wanted to take it out of the container. I, why? I don't know. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> it's like a little kid. Oh, my goodness. That's it. That's all I wanted to do. Well, welcome to another episode of User Words Podcast, where Aaron will spend the episode taking bags out of cans for no reason. Not even to open them. Nope. Uh, so... If you hear random crinkles, that's why. You and, um, yeah, I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> but anyways, welcome to another lovely Tuesday in November, or yeah. Tuesday in Movember, I should say. Yeah! Where Aaron is contemplating how much of his face he is going to shave for the cause. Yeah, jeez. <sighs> what I, oh gosh, I feel like I would actually do it. You would actually do it if but, I donated 500 Or if... Gosh dang, but why do you have to do it? Can't we just raise money for it? <laughs> because I want to guarantee the shave. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> I want to guarantee the naked mole man right before winter oh, hits. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> it'll take like a month just to slowly grow back in. Yep. Oh, that's painful. You know what's really painful, and I don't know if you've ever had them before, hair slivers. Those suck. I, I, I bet a hair sliver would probably be worse, because I've gotten like a lot of like hook slivers from like Velcro and mm-hmm. stuff, and that is super irritating too. Yeah, but get, get like, just the like, fine because piece of hair. I, my hair is not as full and gorgeous and uh, luxurious as Aaron's over there on his face. Mine is a lot more, um, patchy on the sides of my face so when sometimes when i rub my hands over the side of my face prick. i get a little hair that just sticks into my finger and like i literally have to go in there with tweezers and pull it out because it like and if you don't get like if it goes in too deep it's a very painful splinter in your finger hair splinters are no joke i'll have to wait till i get one i i'm sure i can provide you with one <laughs> I'll find I'll find the next one that gives me a splinter. I'll pull it out, save it, and then to me. I see you next. I'll go, come here. And slide that right into your finger and so you respond. Feel pain. Enjoy. But regardless oh, of the fact, uh, it's another wonderful Tuesday here in November. And I'm joined once again with Mr. Aaron Johnson as we celebrate the wonderfulness that is November, the wonderfulness that is the month of Thanksgiving, the wonderfulness that is, uh, I don't know, something, the uh, fall. There we go. Um, Someone in my apartment complex in the uh, little like quad area where I have, you know, my door is at. Uh, Apparently they wanted to make everyone basic. So they put in an air freshener of pumpkin spice. So it smells like going into Starbucks. A Starbucks whenever I try to go into my apartment because it's, and I'm just like, seriously, people. Do we have to all smell like it's, basic white girls nowadays? It's the pumpkin spice time, man. You know what? I bet you. I should ask Amy. I should ask Amy. I should go, hey, Amy, if I go into your house right now, what <laughs> what scent does Josh have it at? Pumpkin spice, baby. Because I was reminded this past week just how basic he is. White he or is. Or <laughs> <laughs> Phrases you never expect to hear when you go to pick up your dog from daycare. Mama. Hey, mama, are you ready? Did you hear your daddy? <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, what? Huh? <laughs> that was the that was the person talking to my dog. Yes. Um, apparently, my dog's nickname at the daycare is, is mama. mama. 
Um, which if you're not, if you're, if you're just as confused as Josh was with that statement, um, in Hispanic cultures, especially mama can be like a female, uh, typically a family member. So it could be a wife. It could be a daughter. It could be a cousin. It could be whatever, you know, it could literally be your mother, your, your actual mama. So like my, my, my uncle, uh, his name was Mario. Um, when he was alive, he would call his wife, mama. He'd like, come over, mama. <laughs> okay. So that very common knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and, you know, so I, I said, I was like, things you don't expect to, to do to hear when you're going into pick up your dog from daycare. And Josh was like, what? I don't get it. Aaron's like, oh, I know this one. I, I was shocked. Um, if I could insert a video, a piece of picture here, it would be surprise Pikachu face. <laughs> That's what it would be right there. I was like, wait, Aaron, new reference? What? Oh my goodness. Um, well, I just, it's like, hey, she's, she's got to be talking about the dog. I know. Who else would she be talking about? Yeah. Yeah, so that, but things you don't expect, like I said, when you go and pick up your dog. Hey, mama, you, you all ready? Did you hear <laughs> your, your, your daddy? Did you hear your daddy? And even that, that that's kind of a weird phrasing. I'm like, uh, at least nowadays. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> daddy can mean so many it different can mean things. A lot of things today. It well, can, has it, I mean, has, I guess, oh, for a long time meant a lot of things. It's just now more like, I guess noticed. I, I I think it's more common, common, commonplace known, and it's still cringe to me. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, a hundred percent agree. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're not going to talk about uh, Hispanic linguistic uh, practices because, yeah, we don't have enough time in the world for that one. The, the Hispanics, we we do some weird things, and I will tell you this right now: if you ever call me Latinx. Uh, Latinx or whatever you want to do that. I, uh, I'm going to have some words. I, I am, I'm tired of that phrase because no one who is actually of Hispanic origin uses Latinx. Yeah. We understand our language, our language. We know regardless of what your feelings say is gendered. (laughs) It's Latino or Latina. Latina. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) So, but regardless of fact. Hashtag. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Hashtag, sorry, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, regardless, that's not what is on the board today. On the board today, and this is what, so on a call that I had with Mr. Aaron Johnson earlier today, we, um, we were talking about something real quick when he called me. Yeah, out of the blue, would. surprising me. And I was like, hey, did you look at the list? I, I was like, I put some on there specifically uh, targeting you. And he goes, I know. <laughs> he goes, I feel, I feel targeted. <laughs> I, felt, I felt it. And then I was like, wait, what? What, what, what? what one did you think I put on there for you? He goes, dealing with temptation. I'm like, no, that wasn't for you. And he goes, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the, <laughs> I was like, no. So, um, so no, what is, I, what's going on? I, I put on this one. I put on for you, imposter syndrome. But you were like, oh, no, um, dealing with temptation. I was like, okay, there's a story here. And <laughs> Clearly. obviously, and um, we, 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 had a, we had a conversation off air about what happened <laughs> um, that, he why he thought I was bringing that up and I, that yeah. wasn't even in the, my mind when I made that and to be honestly fair with you Aaron okay it, it that's a good thing in a way that you thought that and here's why it means your conscience isn't seared and that you were like huh did he actually it, it, you you were thinking like did Paul have a question about something that might have happened because oh. of the uh, events and that? And, and you weren't just going, oh, I don't care. Or, I'm just shrugging off. It was your conscience was still there where it was like, oh, am I being questioned? Am I being asked about this? Is this targeting me over what happened? So in a way that is good because you're not just like, eh, whatever. Go away. I don't care. Yeah. I'm so cool. I don't That's care. It. I do what I want. Yeah. So dealing with temptation. Dealing with temptation is kind of a wide variety of things because oh, yeah. there is temptation 
all around us 24-7, 365, whether we like it or not. And if we don't care about it or if our consciousness are seared enough, it is there available for us to do what we want, when we want, with whom we want, and forever how much we want to spend and want. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that last part has a want in it, but I'm just going to throw a want on because I wanted all those phrases to end with wants. Because I want it that way. Exactly. So temptation in 2021 is kind of like saying, hey, I'm a fish. Is there enough water around me? Because, <laughs> oh my goodness, it is everywhere. And, and, and I'm going to be honest with you 100%. Um, and, and there you can disavow or say yes or no or remain silent on any <laughs> of these. So you are, because none of these I'm, I'm like saying directly at you, but I'm throwing them out. And if you want to comment, you may. That is up to you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like I said, temptation is out there 24-7. It, it's, I mean, especially as like a single guy, you go out there and it is everywhere. Let's, uh-huh. let, let's be honest. Single guys, in, in, I'm talking from the single guy's perspective because guess what? I'm You're a guy. A dude. I, I'm not a girl. I can't talk from the single female perspective. No. I, I can't even pretend to. So I'm not going to. So well, I'm talking from I, the single guy pers- perspective, okay? Good job. But from the single guy perspective, you know, there, there's a few things going on here, especially like in your 20s, early 30s, you're you're thinking about a few things. You're probably you're probably thinking about, hey, how do I find a person to settle down with for the rest of my life? What's my legacy going to look like? What am I going to do with kids and that? Um, you're probably looking like, hey, is this friendship potentially something more or is it just a friendship? You're looking for these things and obviously things going around you you also see huh sex sells for everything you want to buy a house here let's have sexy girls sell the house why because it works (laughs) you want pizza here let's have the supermodel to sell the pizza what why no obviously some things are going to lend themselves to it like sporting events like you have your cheerleaders and all that you're going to see that regardless you know your your movies and tvs as much as i want to say hey i don't want to see that it's going to be there. It's there. I, I don't want to see it, but it's going to be there regardless if I want to see it or not, okay? And it, it, that's just inundated around. You have apps such as Tinder in that where they yeah. they encourage, you know, the, the well, hookups. The, the hookups. Um, and then in the, how do you say this? Like in the LGBTQ blah, blah, blah space, whatever, they have their own apps for explicit, explicitly for um, hookups, yeah, anonymous sex, even like the, yeah, I'm not even going to go into yeah. it. It's encouraged. It's advertised. People make a lot of money on advertisements of sex. Sex sells. I was, I was scrolling through some news articles the other day, um, from Buzz. No, not Buzzfeed. Wow, I almost said Buzzfeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Buzzfeed. Uh, The Blaze. Okay, conservative okay. website, okay? Okay, yeah. That's where like Steven Crowder and all that streams, right? Right, right. So I was reading some articles from there, right? They had ads served to them by a third party, so yeah. no idea. So you'll probably see this in my weekly report, okay? Oh, okay. And I, I'm scrolling through and all of a sudden I'm seeing an ad. I'm like, what the, what the, what the? <laughs> what is this? It's like, learn a new sex position today. And it, it actually had an animated like, Two people in a sex oh, position. I was like, where did this come from? I was like, close. I was like, um, block all ads from this sender. I don't yeah. I don't want them. The only thing that had changed on my phone recently was that I had moved from um, turning private relay off, um, on to off. It's a thing in iOS, so don't you don't I have don't to worry know. about it. Um, so that was the only thing that changed. I'm like, what the heck? Where did these ads come from? I'm like, yes, they're supposed to be based on my browsing history, but guess what's not my browsing history? <laughs> Ta-da. So I was like, where? I was like, so I marked it irrelevant and then block all ads from this person. I don't want to see right. them again. But I, I will randomly get ads like that. And it's funny or not funny. I don't know which one. Um, I will only get them on my phone. Yeah. That's primarily why I have that software installed on there. Because l- let me tell you something. These phones. Yeah, they suck. Well, they're great for communication. Okay, yes. let's Absolutely. not let's let's not beat around the bush there. But they 
are so accessible to everyone to take mm-hmm. with you wherever you go. Whether that means you go into your bedroom, the shower, wherever, they will go with yeah. you. They're water resistant nowadays. So guess what? You don't care if you take in the shower nope. and things happen. And yeah, you end up with an email to Aaron and Josh saying, hey, guess what Paul just did? <laughs> and then they go, Paul, what's what were you looking on? at? Yeah, what's going on? So... You know, there's sexual temptation everywhere. Let, let's let's be honest. It's unfortunately sex sells is a very yes. strong and good motto. I mean, businesses have dug into that and said, "Hey, guess what? Sex sells. We can that do works. that. We we can make this happen." Um, you have, you know, what, what was it? Like athletes, like especially like female athletes selling soda or you know oh. some food and it's just because oh look hot model selling something da-da people will buy it you I go you haven't gone to but especially in the tech industry thankfully it's calmed down now but you would used to go to certain conferences and they'd have what's called booth babes really you know it think like I said thankfully that has calmed down a lot now it didn't happen at all conferences but there were certain ones that you knew if you went there, yeah, that was gonna was gonna happen, and it, it, they really wanted the hot young women to promote yeah. the booth and get people to come into the booth because they knew if they got that, they would get people to buy their product. Sex sells. Yep, it's everywhere. It does now. There's other temptations other than that. Yeah. There's other. Oh. There's, there's other temptations. There's temptations of you know. Look at what the Ten Commandments says. You know about about things. There's temptations to just lay around and waste your life and be slothful, spend all day playing video games. I'm not saying video games in and of themselves are sinful. I'm saying the concept of, hey. This is all I want to do. All day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hey, for a whole week, I'm just going to play video games. That's it. Now, it's one thing if you're like, you know, you've been working for, you know. A long time. Most of the year. And this is your one vacation of the year and you're like. I'm going to take a break for a couple of days. That's one thing. Right. But if you're spending all of your free time, again, last month we talked, you only have 16% of your year as free time. If you're spending all of that on video games. That's bad. That's a bad thing. Yeah. Now, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to enjoy some time playing games. Those are actually good things. Those are de-stressors. But what is your main focus on? Where is your time and your energy going? And then are you stealing people's debit cards of $750 worth <laughs> of money for stupid RuneScape? <laughs> Wasn't me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, you know, there's a temptation to steal and everything. Yeah. There's a lot going on. But a lot of those temptations people talk about all the time, these external temptations, these temptations that we see over the advertising or, or spending our time, but we don't hear a lot of the temptations of like, hey, what's up, girl? Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? You know, know, let's be honest here. You know, most relationships, I will say probably except for the arranged marriages, okay? (laughs) So except for those, you know, there's going to be some sort of physical attraction going on. Because if there's no physical attraction going on, the the chances of you even starting off on a date is probably... Low. Yeah, nil. Unless it's my daddy just sold me to you <laughs> in that case this is it that's <laughs> what i said it, it's usually like that there are some yeah. other cases but those are the rare extremes that i'm not going to go into right now <laughs> but what happens when you, you know hey you know you got you and the girl are on the date it gets a little bit more than maybe you're you anticipating and you know yes. the opportunity opens itself up let's say Right. Uh, for, and both of you are agreeing, obviously, because, hey, wonderful litigious society that we're in. But, you know, things happen and it's like, you're, you're like, I'm, your body, your mind, like, you, physically, you want to move on to the next step, which, mm-hmm. you know, sex or whatever. But you're like, no, 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 no. That, that's not what God commands me to do. That God said, no, save myself for marriage. And even yeah. that, sadly, sadly, is sadly that's becoming something that even in the christian church is becoming like uh oh you don't have to do that it's weird it's, 
it's just it's so common nowadays it's okay like you know it's you're forgiven you know it yeah it's not that big a deal sure it's not that big a deal let's go with that no i don't buy that at all well okay that's good (laughs) because what does it say in the new testament about continuously sinning I guess, uh, well, maybe, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for that part of the question. <laughs> it, it's, ex- it's, it's in Romans. Oh, gosh, damn. I was just kind of messing around with some stuff in Romans. Um, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. The first part of that graphs right into that. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? And what this is really talking to is people are saying, well, hey, yeah, I, I, I've been saved. Um, hey, party on. Yeah. Do whatever. Yeah. In, in this case, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I am... Fully sympathetic to younger teen guys, you know, teenagers, 20s, early 30s. Hormones are raging, man. Hormones do crazy things. They, that's that natural desire to want to go ahead and, uh, yeah, engage in physical activities. Yeah. Uh, leave it at that right, at that phrasing. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's easy. It, it takes a lot of discipline for guys. It, takes a lot of discipline for people, period, yeah. uh, to be able to control that those urges and those desires. Because those desires are strong. They're natural. That doesn't mean they're evil. No. God created sex. What? For within the confines of marriage. Yes. So you're, you know, because I've heard people who have try to say, well, sex is evil, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, he, God created for within the confines of marriage. He didn't create something evil. He created something that's kind of beautiful. It's kind of merging of people. Now, I'll be honest. Guess what? I'm not on the, you know, the left side of, of this here. And when I say the left side of this, I mean the, hey, haven't had sex oh, <laughs> side of things. Right. You know, but I understand the attraction, the appeal, the desire. I understand why people would want to, and I also understand how it could be beautiful. That being said, I don't ha- know that from experience. <laughs> okay. Right. I- I- I'll-, I'll give you that. But yeah. That's why, it, you know, there are people then who go, well, you know, I'll say it. I can do what I want, kind of right. Yeah. They just go, oh, please forgive me. La, 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 la. Let me wa- <laughs> be washed again in the blood. Okay, we're good. Um, next. Next. <laughs> yeah. That's not how it's supposed to be. That's <sighs> that's why in Romans it says that. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound, that we may have more and more grace and grace and grace and grace? And he goes, by no means, how can we who died to sin still live in it? Mm-hmm. If we are the ones who are saying that we have accepted Christ as our Savior, we are supposed to be continually dying to sin, taking up our cross, living this life that is dedicated to him, then how can we continue to sin is the problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, how could you? (laughs) (laughs) So we... Yeah. Well, I'd seen originally, I was thinking, I was wondering if you can go, because I know it talks about even as far as, as, far as sexual uh, temptation goes, we're even told to flee from it. Right. It seems it's like it's a very important um, area of sin to be cautious about. Yes. Yeah, so it's not one to be taken lightly. So what you're talking about is 1 Corinthians 6.18. Flee from sexual immoral- immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matthew even talks about this. Matthew 26, 41. Watch and pray that you may not enter temptation. Obviously, this is Jesus talking to his disciples, but you can kind of use it in in a way. I understand it uh, theologically. It may not be the strongest argument for it because, again, Jesus is talking right to his disciples on things. Um, 
But he says, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Second yeah. Timothy 2.22. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. It is awfully hard to have a pure heart. Yeah. With, <laughs> with all the junk that's available on the internet to be able to, you can't have a pure heart. And then the next, uh, you know, five minutes after someone leaves to go, Oh, bye-bye. Go open your browser and go pornhub.com. It doesn't work. Cause what you are observing, what yeah. you're putting in with your eyes, what you are consuming, what you are listening to that feeds your heart. Yeah. We, we feed our bodies, our stomachs, through our mouth. We feed our heart with what we see, read, hear. Mm-hmm. And people don't think about that way. People think about it, oh, it's just a video game. Oh, it's just a video. It won't affect me. I'm just enjoying myself watching this video for five minutes real quick. Yeah. They don't realize the damage they're doing long term. Young guys do not realize the damage they are doing long-term to themselves consuming that much pornography. Me and you have talked and I've shared the damage that that has done to me personally long-term. The things that I can still recall from my brain without even a second thought, it just it's there. comes yeah. and I don't want it to. Yeah. But guess what? I filled my head with a bunch of crap when I was younger, yeah. when I was way, way dumber. Yeah. It's, and it doesn't even, I mean, cause even, I don't know, for me, it doesn't take much, I guess, as far as to like really have, uh, a negative impact, I guess, on your life, I suppose. Um, cause even, I remember, oh gosh, this is, and this is like years ago. This is, I think in like high school, I remember having a talk with a good old brewer when we were friends. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, we're still friends. But, like, I remember at one point talking to him, I was like, man, I was like, I feel like I've just looked at so much where it's like, well, one, it's like I can't, I, one, I guess, made it hard to, I guess, approach women, I suppose, or girl, whatever. Okay. And then even, like, I don't know, it was to the point where I was like, I felt so disgusted of myself to the point where I was like, I just, I don't even deserve to be able, like talk to any of them and then just shy away. I, I, I guess it just, I, I don't know, for me, it just, it really messed with me thinking of, I could even interact with the, with girls and stuff like that. And just also just not looking at them as some kind of object versus mm-hmm. an actual person kind of thing too and that that is a big thing um that they're seeing in some of the studies is how the younger a person is when they start ingesting pornography in that the more likely they are to see their partner not so much as a person but as an object yeah which is sick and it, it does turn into some crazy things. Um, but, you know, these things are going on all around us. You know, and, and the thing is, like, we, we're always saying, oh, it's so bad right now. It's so bad right now, right? Well, look, at in the Roman, in the time of the Romans, so when Christianity was really just starting to get off, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and do things, you had, um, especially in April, actually, April seemed to be the month of this, whatever. They had what was called, let me make sure I got this right here, um, what they call sacred prostitution. Yeah. All right. Wow. Why? <laughs> <laughs> that The phrasing that just uh, happened uh, from you. I, 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 I don't know how to do that. But anyways, most of this happened in April. Um, It was some ancient Roman religious observances. Um, And 
they were in honor of Fortuna Virilis. Uh, they had the Festival of Venus. And there's, they were essentially prostitutes that were part of a religious ceremony. You know, it was just how they did things on that. So you got to remember some of the stuff that was happening that especially was written in the book of Romans was in reference to some of these things going on in that time, these uh, religious kind of um, things going on. That doesn't mean make it any less relevant to today. Because mm-hmm. in a way, if if you really think about how it is nowadays, people aren't so much worshiping at the Temple of Venus. They're worshiping... It, and when I say worshiping, they're spending their money, attention, devotion to Pornhub.com, to right. whatever the cam side of the day is, mm-hmm. or <laughs> female service. Thank so there's, so there's, they're spending their money and attention. And when you think about what worship is, what is it? That's your time. That's your devotion. That's your resources. That's your dedication to that, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Because you can worship a lot of things. That's why God says, I am a jealous God. I want you to worship me only. Because right. he knows we're going to stray to whatever gives us pleasure sometimes. Yeah. So there's a lot of those things around in the world. There's a lot of those things immediately available to us, left and right. doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on, politically or whatever. Guess what? You're all being bombarded with it the same. Yeah. How do you stand up to that in a, a day like this? It, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. (laughs) There's no simple solution. There are some things you can do, but it's not a simple solution. No. I'm going to ask you this first, Aaron, Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to comment afterwards because I want your thoughts. Uh Uh-oh. I want your uninterrupted thought flow. Okay. In this world of temptation, yeah. and, and I'm talking all sorts of temptation. I'm talking sexual. I'm talking food. I'm talking gluttony. I'm talking uh, slothfulness. I'm talking all this stuff. Yeah. What are things that you have found effective to help you? Help me. Against falling into those temptation <sighs> patterns. And, and I'll say this. Obviously, and I'm making an assumption here, but I'm thinking it's probably the right assumption. Okay. Because I'm, I, I would have to say this assumption is the same for me. Okay. Okay. The assumption is that I'm making here is that, unfortunately, you haven't gotten it right 100 percent of the time. Oh heck no! Because <laughs> I know I haven't, and if you have it, then we need to talk about something else. Yeah, right. <laughs> I need to be giving you lessons. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely not. And it's funny, um, because <laughs> as soon as you mentioned, uh food or gluttony just a side thing so going to that uh, august burns red show in october um we went to eat at founders brewery and i had a sandwich called the glutton <laughs> and i just started cracking up reading that i was like you know what if I, <laughs> I actually did kind of feel bad finishing it both physically and just personally <laughs> personally because <laughs> i was like i just kind of just gave into this um but that was like my meal for the day but anywho um yeah uh this is uh, i guess the one thing that has helped me one well there's uh, yeah there's a couple things one there's like there's i guess reese is literally just praying instantaneously of having some sort of temptation. Like when it comes up, just right then and there, be fast to pray and ask for help. Especially if you're alone. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Um, but then evil, you know, you know, worse. <laughs> this is. I always kind of thought <laughs> thought it'd be so funny, but like if you actually like legitimately flee a situation and just get away from it, I just always imagine myself personally just just over dramatically just running away and screaming and being afraid. But 
yeah, don't do that. Just literally get away. <laughs> get away from a situation. Otherwise, other things that would help. Um, well, one, as we have, is the Ever Accountable tool for our electronic devices. Um, just to have that extra, I guess, uh, well, I don't know, what, what, what would you call it? Accountability. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, it's like an extra layer of, like. Oh, so, an extra safeguard? Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, it's been reaching out to friends. Um, and I think for me, one thing that I really struggle with is, um, isolation and wanting to just kind of face things on my own. And uh, one, just be lazy. <laughs> That's a big one. <laughs> so, and it was, man, and I'm thankful for uh, my, my, my good pal, Lucas. Um, he had pointed out a verse uh, in Proverbs to me um, that, I guess, kind of maybe. I just opened my eyes a little bit and was one I actually decided to mem memorize. And so it was, I, well, yeah, I, I didn't say it, but talked about it earlier today off air. But it's Proverbs 18, 1 and 2, where it's um, whoever um, isolates himself, seeks his own desires. Um, he breaks out against all sound judgment. Uh, a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. And I was just like, dang. <laughs> so Lucas, yeah, he'd shared that verse with me. And I was thinking, man, I, yeah, as I've been separating myself from other people, I do, like, you, you see, I guess, like, to stop and look back, I'm like, man, I really have just been going after whatever i want whatever makes me feel good in the moment kind of thing whether that be drinking porn just, i don't know attention i don't know whatever it is comfort food yeah it's so much easier to go to that stuff and then get caught up in your own way of thinking and not have any um you know no truth to combat what you're thinking and make you realize what you're doing <laughs> to yourself, one. So, yeah. Having friends, reaching out to friends that are willing to... Yeah, well, as you shared with me, <laughs> Proverbs, was it 20, 27? 27, 5? To rebuke. We'll talk about rebuking and stuff like that. Like, having friends that will actually call you out on stuff is a huge thing. But then it's taking that action, too. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about all I got, I think, for right now. Okay. Like I said, I was trying to... I like to... prayer, though. Okay, you like prayer, though. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I was trying to not interrupt your flow of thought to not uh, change anything. You didn't even interrupt my sneezes. Exactly. I want you to go all. I want you to go all in. But I thought you you brought up a few good things on this. Okay. okay. First off, I would love to say, I would love to see the flea temptation one one of these days. The which one? Oh, the flea. <laughs> I would love to. No! I would love to see you yell no and run out of a restaurant. <laughs> while I have that on recording. Maybe one of these days I will have to set that up. I I, I love that. Uh, like. Is this overselling it? What's what's going on? <laughs> well, it's funny. But, though. What as I say? But the Bible says that's not an overselling because it's like you're hey, supposed to take it seriously. Well, yes, you're supposed to take yeah. it very seriously. But the Bible even says, you know, if your sin, if your eye, if your sin, if, if your, your eye causes sin. you to sin, pluck it out. It's better that you pluck it out than go to hell. Right. 
Yeah. So I mean, but don't 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 go making yourselves blind now, though. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yes. Now, you got to realize when you're dealing with the Bible, there are multiple types of of how do you writing styles, right? Yes. Not. This is where I'm I'm, I'm treading it carefully here. It is the literal word of God, but not all of it is to be taken as a literal step-by-step. What I mean by that is some of it is allegory, some of it is story, some of it is advice, some of it is wisdom, and some of it is literal take step-by-step, okay? I'm not 100% sure. Now, that being said, um, I, I could be completely wrong about this, but the fact that the it's in the middle of a parable kind of gives me a little clue as to the context of how step-by-step serious it should be taken, right? Okay, yeah. Because, so, this is in Matthew 18. It's in the parable, and the, the, the section, the label in the Bible says, temptations to sin. Perfect, right? Right. Uh, this is the ESV version. Woe to the world for temptations to sin. For it is necessary that temptations come, but woe to the one by whom the temptation comes. That's an interesting way to put it. And if your hand or your foot causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life crippled or lame than with two hands or two feet to be thrown into the eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than with the two eyes to be thrown into the hell of fire. So, you know, that's right there. And then they go on to talk about the parable of the lost sheep. Um, Then the next one, if your brother sins against against you, and then the parable of the unforgiving servant. Um, Not going to go over all those, but if you're interested, Matthew 18 is where they're at. Uh, So I don't think that should be taken as a literal, uh, like, hey, Aaron, um, uh, hey, Aaron, you just went and, uh, you know, I don't know, stole. Let's uh, say you stole something, you know, cut off your hand. Now, there are some countries that actually do believe in that and actually will cut off your hand. But uh, uh, that's not what I believe it, it's getting there. Now, well, yeah. could I be wrong on that? I hope I'm not wrong, but could I be? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm open for it, you know. But it, since it's in the in the middle of like this list of parable stuff. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with how you interpret parables. Parables usually don't go for literal one-to-one. You don't literally see people with pig hands and pig feet. No, yeah. Well, I, was, I, mean, I mean, what do you do with your mind when you just use your brain to sin? Yeah. You, you don't you, blow that out. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least, yeah, I hope not. That would be messed up. But what it's getting at is the fact that Take this very seriously. Take this yeah. seriously because of the fact that this is something so damaging. Now, in the way of, you know, you could take this a whole other way. If you constantly use your phone to watch pornography, get yeah. rid of it. Or right. lock it down take, to such a fact that you can't use yeah. anything without someone, you know, having to authorize it. You know, right. maybe you lock down the web browsing so you can't do it. And the only thing you can use are the apps. Right. Well, yeah, I was thinking, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, because uh, I mean, yeah, take steps that would help correct you from making, you know, well, from the, from sinning, mm-hmm. and then just take it one step at a time from there, like, I, I guess, yeah, like, just for how we have the ever accountable thing. If that wasn't good enough, and I still didn't care, I'm like, well, I don't care, Paul, and, you know, Josh, that I'm looking at this stuff, I want to do it anyway. And I keep doing it, well, then we got to take another step as to, hey, we need to, you know, stop you from looking at this kind of thing. Right. That's when this one guy that I knew who <clears throat> he, uh, he was dealing with, uh, um, like, uh, well, yeah, pornography and stuff like that. And he literally just brought his desktop in, brought it into like a bi- this Bible study and said, here, this is causing me, well, you know, I'm, Looking at stuff I shouldn't be on this thing. I'm bringing it here and I'm leaving it here until I feel like I'm at a point where I can take it back. And that's what he did. And I mean, it stayed there for a long time. (laughs) 
So it's like, it's, you know, yeah, it's good to, I guess, to some people, it's, it's good to be extra about it, I guess. It's good to be extra about it. Yeah. Yeah, In in your terminology of your generation. Yes, I agree. Right. (laughs) It's a little sus. Yeah. Oh gosh. (laughs) It's, but uh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's to take the extra step, you know. To go farther than, I don't know, than maybe other people would go. Some people don't have to go that far with it, I guess, you know? Um, but that's the other thing, too, then, is, like, for me, yeah, maybe I need to literally just get rid of my phone. But so it's like... And that's hard to do. That's very countercultural in this time. Yes. And the, the thing is, it's... And this is, for me, I'm thinking on the other side, you know, if someone decides to do that, the thing that makes me really upset is the people that one point that out and make someone feel, I guess, well, excuse me. Uh, they point that out and make someone feel bad about what they have to do. Mm-hmm. And they're just like shaming them, even though they're doing what they're doing something that would please the Lord in that regard. Yeah. That's one thing that really grinds my gears, so to say. Yeah. But and, and it is hard to, you know, kind of, especially right now in this world, we're just so connected with technology, everything. You know, you have Facebook now oh, yeah. creating this meta for the metaverse sort of going forward, um, where that's going to rely on a lot more technological connectivity. And to say, hey, I got to be careful about what I'm doing because I want to keep myself from going to these things I don't want to go. It seems people go, are you crazy? You need, (laughs) what? For me, I do need to. They're like, no, explore yourself sexually. Do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. It's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's go back to what, where my foundation in my life is and what I'm building on. Because what that foundation is, is going to direct what I'm going to do. What I'm going to do is going to determine what I'm doing now is going to determine what I'm going to do in the future, which is also ultimately going to determine, in essence, how, this sounds weird to say, how successful or not I'll be able to serve God in the future. Because, you know, God does have, you know, a lot of grace, a lot of patience, but at some point it's going to be like, hey, you, you come on. Right. And that may come in the form of a little, like, hand slap or something, but at, at the same time, God's like, this is needs to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. You don't know when your time is up. It, it could be up tomorrow. It could be up today. It could be up whenever. And this is something so serious that God sent his son to die for us. Mm-hmm. And yet we go, eh, I'm home alone. No one know, will know. <laughs> integrity. Yeah, integrity. Huh? Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. So that was one thing. Um, The accountability thing that you touched on, Mm. yes. Uh, The last thing that you touched on that I really liked, Mm. community. Ah. You have to do it with other people. Mm -hmm. Trying to go alone lasts only so long. Yeah. Trying to go alone and say, I will not screw up and do this. Oh, look at that. (laughs) we we are easily distracted by things Mm -hmm. and i'm not just talking about you know sexually explicit images i'm talking about we're distracted by i don't want to do this alone we're distracted by the fact that maybe there's this other thing that you know hey that's a new game that's that's great and you know you you don't have anyone holding you accountable how will they know what i'm doing Mm. God knows, but mm-hmm. guess what? He's not over your shoulder able to go, tip, tip, tip. Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah. What are you doing? See, that's, oh, man. <sighs> this whole, oh, gosh, dang it. I feel like there's, like, been moments like that, though, for me, where, like, if I, <laughs> if I had just had spent my time, uh, you know, spending some time on the good old web, Looking at the good old the good old porno stuff. Um, afterwards, 
or like either like while looking at it or just being done looking at it, I'll get a message or a call from uh, either someone from church or yeah. And as soon as that happens, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> it's just like, I, I, every, any time that like ever happened, I was like, Hey God. <laughs> exactly. oh. But that doesn't always happen. <laughs> no, it doesn't. To be honest. No, 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 no. But that's just how I like thought of it when that would happen. But. Yeah. But that, that's good that you recognize it. Yeah. It, it's easier to go and do what you want alone than it is to do it with community. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah, together when, you're stronger. Yes, together you are stronger. I remember uh, a thing I, I, what was it? It was, uh, there are no old cowboys. That was one of the youth group camps. Mm. No, old or lone? Old alone cowboys. That's what oh, I was okay. No, old alone cowboys. Mm. And, and the concept of that was, you have to do this with a group. You cannot live the Christian life solo and survive because there are going to be, no matter what you may think, no matter how hard you pray, no matter how much the Bible you read, no matter how much you turn away from temptation, there are going to be things that come up that are hard. There are going to be things where you are tested, where you are tempted, where you fail, and where you need to be brought back up. And to do that alone is nigh impossible. So there's a lot of temptation out there just waiting. I think even the Bible says sin is crouching at your door. It's there. It's always wanting That's to come in. Do. And your brain is so easily distracted. At least mine is. It's like, ooh, do, 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 do. ooh yeah, let me go look at that. Oh, wait, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> and and that can be triggered through a memory, a thought, a random image that flashes into my head from yeah. nowhere. That right. could be triggering from that. And then all of a sudden, my productive time all of a sudden travels down this black hole of, hey, it's 2 a.m. What happened? <laughs> yeah. I've been, I, I have been there so many times I can't tell you the number of hours I had wasted when I was younger in my life, Aaron. Mm. Many, many hours where it'd be like, hey, look, it's a Saturday. It's 8 a.m. It's Sunday, 4 a.m.? What? <gasps> when did this happen? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm ashamed to admit that that was the case. But at the same time, I, I realized that was the case, not mm. is the case. Right. Anymore. Yeah, I have grown from that, but I also at the same time realized that there are things that, as painful as they are to, you know, recollect and uh, kind of murmur about, it has helped me with some people when they're like, "Hey, this is what's going on." And you're like, "Okay, yeah, I can understand this fully. <laughs> I get it fully. I understand what you're going through." Right, and it helps. It helps, but it's not a requirement. It helps to know what someone's going through to be able to help them, but it's not a requirement to know what they're going through to help them. Mm. That is something I've been learning a lot recently. Mm. It, it, it's especially as I've been working more with the hard support masterclass stuff. It helps to know, you know, especially even like mental health stuff, even what someone's going through, but I don't necessarily have to know it to be able to assist them. There are principles that are universal regardless of the circumstance of what is going on. And to be fair, as it says in the Bible, you know, it says Christ was tempted greatly. You know, he was tempted in, in what's it say? Let me pull this up here just to make sure. Um, uh, to make sure I got this right. Yes. So Hebrews 4.15, right? It says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are. Yet he did not sin. Uh, that's the NIV version, just FYI. So that's uh, Hebrews 4.15, NIV version. And what that's getting at is the fact that, you know, 
we're, we're not talking about a high priest of Christ who's like, I am holy and therefore have never mm-hmm. had issues. No, he goes, no, I, because remember, he was tempted in the desert. Mm-hmm. And he didn't sin. Now, obviously, other things happened. He grew up as a man in you right. know in human form, and he obviously had probably all those same desires that all of us have had, all of us as guys have had. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah, but that's why I like four fifteen is kind of important as well. There, talking mm-hmm. about hey, he is able to empathize with our weaknesses, with our struggles, with the things that we are tempted by. Now, obviously, some of these things have changed, you know, from the year, what, 30 to the year now. Right, right. But they may have changed how they look, but the change in how they tempt us in the appearance is still the same. Right. Yeah, yeah. Instead of having to walk to the temple to see the prostitute and be tempted by her, it's now you pull up your phone, which is now the new temple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that's why that's so important to understand and realize Christ understands us and he has been tempted. But guess what? Uh, he didn't fall to that, unlike us sometimes as human beings. Well, a lot of times at times, it seems like. Which, which when you yeah. think about it, you're like, oh, I need to be filled with despair now. But in, in reality, think of it as this way. Think of it as hope that there is a way to go ahead and approach these things and um, un- and resist them. And it's so much easier to do that when you are in with community, with people who also understand those same things and are willing to get in that dirt, in that mire, and help you regardless mm-hmm. of what it is. Because sometimes restoration is a very, very dirty business. There is, there's a lot of secrets. There's a lot of evil in people's lives at times just because of the fact that in this society, in this world, with our interconnectedness and our technology, it is so easy to just go ahead and say, <laughs> pull up this website, pull up right. this service, pull up this, pull up this, pull up this, pull up this, pull up this. Yeah. The thing is, I, I wish I could say it's getting easier, but I know some of the stuff that's happening in certain areas. Mm. That, honestly, would probably make the average person sick. Yeah. Ooh, that's scary. It is. It is really scary. Um, And I am still in shock on some of these things still, you know. But I, 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 some of the research papers that you read are really hard to read through sometimes. It's like, why, 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 why? But it's putting, putting together this whole bigger picture that I'm, I've been walking through um but living in that community is is going to be a good thing it's going to be the thing that a it's going to help you as an individual but you as that individual helps the other person as well Hmm. that's the whole point of community it's to hold each other accountable help each other when the going gets tough and also at the same time rejoice when things are going good yeah that's the important part. So how do you avoid temptation in the world of 2021? You avoid it with community. You hold, you avoid it with accountability. You avoid it with openness and transparency. Because in order for you to have accountability, in order for you to have community, there has to be a level of openness and transparency. How do you avoid it as well, continuing on? You avoid it with the literal fling from temptation where that means locking down a computer or a phone or maybe handing it over to a spouse or family member temporarily and say, you don't have to tell them reasons why if you don't trust or you don't have that uh, relationship. Just like, I need you to hold it for a couple of days, whatever. Those are things that help you flee. But at the same time, it also takes integrity it takes restraint, it takes patience, it takes practice, and it takes forgiveness. Not only of yourself, but for others who are maybe dealing with the same thing and maybe they're seeking your assistance for help. But it also takes understanding when to say, you know what, right now, 
I can't help you because I need to get help myself first before I can help you. Right. And that seems selfish in a way for you to say, no, I can't help you. But in a way, it's actually more loving and more uh, beneficial for both of you, for you to tell them, no, not right now, because I need to get better first. And there are going to be times in all of our lives, regardless of where we are and who we are, that we will have to say for a, a period, a season, no, I need to get better. And that's something that we're not taught enough. We're always taught, yeah, I'll help. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we yes, got to say, no, we got to back off. But we also got to learn that integrity as well. We got to learn to be the same person that we are in public as we are in private. Mm-hmm. And we got to learn that restraint. We got to learn to go and step away from that instant gratification culture to the point of, I'm going to wait for this. Yeah. Even if it takes a while. Because just because I want it now doesn't mean it's right and doesn't mean I deserve it and doesn't mean I get to have it. I may want it, but it may not be the right thing for now. And that's what we've lost in our culture where we may want that sexual gratification. We may want that release, but it's not the right thing for now because it's not under the right conditions necessarily. Mm. Mm -hmm. People are going... Well, you know, I'm just, because I, was it out California or whatever they're doing the whole, is it California? It's one of the states out West where they're doing, you know, sex work is real work sort of deal. It's like, really? I, that's where we're moving to as a country, even here in America. Yeah. And that's becoming more and more popular, by the way. Yeah. It, this isn't surprising by any means. Uh, uh, I guess I, I I wonder what that is like around the world then, as far as that kind of stuff goes. What, prostitution? Well, I, I guess just being like an accepted work kind of thing. Because I, I, I guess I just wonder, I mean, this isn't like important. Um, but like for this being America, we're, we're supposed to have freedom. Is that, is it like something that there, are there going to be things like that, that are kind of start here and work their way out versus, I don't know. Kind of so, thing? cause it's, I mean, we're supposed to be so open and so welcoming of everything here. Supposed to be. So but. here in America, except for Nevada, it's still... Illegal. What? Oh, prostitution? Yep. Selling, purchasing, uh-huh. or organizing is criminalized. Still. Wow. Except for Nevada. That's where it's legalized. What's in Nevada? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so America is actually probably, we're behind most, like, there's a lot in South America, there's one, two, three, four countries where it's purely legalized. Mm-hmm. But you go over to Australia, right? Yeah. Uh, two of the, I, I guess you could say, areas. There's one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five areas that Australia is broken into. Okay. Two, sex work is decriminalized and one, sex is legalized. Hmm. But most of the rest of the world, it's still pretty much um, criminalized for the most part. Okay. But that being said, there's been a lot of conversations, a lot of movements recently yeah. to get that changed, um, to get that change and all legalized. Um, but, that, that happens oh gosh, a lot. Dang it! Which I know it, it's it's going to be allowed well, at some point. Yeah, so, it's just something that everybody gets. <laughs> so you have somehow pleasure out of. You have a organization, Human Rights Watch, right? Yeah. They are they are arguing for sex work to be decriminalized. Yeah. So, the, the, and sex work brings in a whole lot of other conversations, not only from the moral point of you know sex before marriage and paying for sex and prostitute and that, but what, what about sex trafficking and that? Yeah, that's okay. Sex trafficking is still a huge issue. Yeah. 
I guess I could. I would see that still being wrong. Oh no, I a hundred percent agree. Yeah. But when you start bringing that in, that conversation of sex work being decriminalized, you then got to start and wonder how's that going to impact those other things as well. It's like I'd increase the demand for those other. Oh, things. Oh, I'm sure that would get sneaked by a lot more. So I would like to see some probably some data on on both of those uh, things and what their projections would be. But yeah. But yeah, any more comments that you have, Mr. Johnson? Uh, it's tough. <laughs> I guess, it, well, that's, that's, yeah, it, it there's going to be really hard times. And which, I mean, you know, I hope to not ever get into. I guess, but I mean, temptation is going to come whether I like it or not kind of thing. But something that I guess also is very important is to, you know, be, you know, building that foundation of being in the word and, you know, having that strong relationship with Christ and strengthening that is going to help make temptations, you know, I guess easier to fight through and having yeah strong community in the church. Um, the more you take that, I, I just seems like, you know, the more you take that seriously and the more you work on it now, the better and more Christ-like obviously you'll be, you'll become as time goes. 